Radically resilient health is not the absence of injury, disease, infection, or stress. Rather, it's the ability to recover from injury, disease, or stress. This is Radically Resilient Health with Dr. Carolyn Dolan, founder of VitaKinetics. I'm your host, Connie Ray. We want to continue to share this vital and important information about how easy it is to change your health through simple lifestyle changes. So please subscribe to our podcast. Follow VitaKinetics and Dr. Carolyn Dolan on Facebook and Instagram. In this first episode, you'll meet Dr. Carolyn Dolan. Her journey to better health led this physical therapist to the world of nutrition and to a simple lifestyle program with the profound potential to transform health and well-being. Now she is sharing her research with you. Are you ready to radically improve your health? This is Radically Resilient Health. Carolyn, I am so excited to talk with you today. I was just so intrigued by your journey. You've always been an athlete. And I'm going to assume that your drive as an athlete and the fact that you were an athlete for literally all of your life is what really drove you to become a physical therapist. Just moving our body has been a part of my life since I was young. It was instilled by my mom because she was very physically active and um, very passionate about exercise and the benefits of exercise. So sports have been um, played a big role in my life. Even through college, I played college basketball. And then went into physical therapy um, in graduate school and continued to be active. We had a physical therapy basketball team. It was pretty fun. Athletics has been a part of my life for a long time. During all those years, you know, I worked really hard, physically worked really hard to be as strong as I could be. Then I became a mother. Even after all my physical therapy training and having gotten married and then becoming a mother, suddenly I started to pay more attention to pain and sickness. After I had my first child, I started to not feel like my normal self, um, even during a normal recovery period, which I don't think is abnormal. I, I really didn't pay attention to, in particular, how I ate. I think I might have uh, read a book on paleo way of eating. And I got really, really fascinated to understand more of the science about how could it be possible that they're recommending this way of eating. And then as I dove into the research, which was really where my, you know, my, all my education was into the science and the literature. And I got enough information and I decided that it was worth trying. So we made, as an entire family, made a whole shift. All three of my children, my husband and I, at first it was just kind of this temporary thing that we were just going to try. And suddenly things that had become sort of chronic illnesses, you know, sinus infections, ear infections, weight issues, energy, painful conditions, things just started to fall away that we were making improvements in areas that I didn't really think were possible, solely based on making the change of nutrition. And so it was a big aha moment for me as a both a clinician and a mother. What was it about changing what we did nutritionally? How did it affect pain states? How did it affect healing from an injury? How did it affect our healing process, inflammation? And then I went back to school because I like to learn things. I got my master's in science in holistic nutrition, um, where I did a a deeper dive into recovering from injury um, or painful conditions. While I've always been very physically active, and that has huge benefits, it was I was missing some things. I wasn't paying attention to my sleep. I wasn't paying attention to the nutrition. And then I brought it into 
my patient care scenario to really educate people on making some simple lifestyle nutrition and other lifestyle changes and seeing pretty profound improvement um, in how well people were recovering from their painful injuries. And that's what then led me further down to develop Phytokinetics as a supplement line, active recovery blend, because we're really trying to promote supporting that our natural dynamic system for healing. That's how we ended up here today, working towards sharing all of the information that I've spent many years researching into and trying to put it into usable practice to regain a radically resilient health. I think it's so relatable to so many athletes like yourself, but then you, you moved into something else, which was really questioning why this was happening. Did you start to realize that, wait a minute, I'm not as healthy as I thought I was? When I work with clients in a coaching practice, I said, you don't really realize you don't feel well until you actually start to feel good. Because we've gotten so used to being in sort of this chronic inflammatory state, which can have a multitude of symptomology weight gain, you know, depression, lack of energy, pain. When we made that change in nutrition, all of us in our family and, and myself especially, I actually didn't realize that how I was feeling wasn't normal because it had become so normalized, right? Well, you have a baby, so you're tired, you get weight gain, your metabolism is different. But I really hadn't changed how I was eating. You know, I was eating the same as I was when I was my high-level athletic performance. So I certainly wasn't as physically active, and so maybe that compensated enough for it. Hindsight is twenty twenty. I can go back and look at symptoms or events that occurred that were likely very much associated with what I was eating at the time. I didn't really start to really understand and think about what I was putting in my body and the connection between the food I was feeding myself and the way that I was feeling until I was in my 30s. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we don't really start to pay attention until we're either forced to. And I, and I feel very fortunate to now be in a place where I can teach my kids a bit more and that they do also notice, you know, now that they know what they're looking for because they feel good mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden they feel bad and they're like, oh, well, I've been done Halloween candy for two nights in a row and now I don't feel good. Like I, I never made that kind of connection when I was a child. We're so disconnected from what we're eating, what we're drinking. We're doing the exact same thing over and over, like on a, on a hamster wheel, not paying attention. But that's part of it. But there's also the brain, and we'll we'll talk a bit more about that, the psychology, the addictiveness of certain things that we consume. That gut-brain connection really is a big piece to nutrition, but it's got a big piece to healing and recovering from pain about how different lifestyles can really affect that gut-brain connection. Sleep, nutrition, it's not just nutrition. That's where I happened to start in my journey was really focusing in on that nutrition and those effects. It has as much to do with any of those other factors. The lack of movement, not moving enough, sleep deprivation has huge, huge effects. You've got a master's of science in physical therapy. Now you have a master's in science in holistic nutrition. Were you surprised that you were learning really eat foods that are whole, avoid foods that are processed? It seems very simple, but were you surprised in your studies about how effective simply making food adjustments improve your health? Clearly I was. I had to learn the science behind it. But ultimately, in the end, what I really try to do with as I continue to learn and share the information is 
break some of the science down into just simple practical solutions. It isn't quite as difficult as we think it is. And we have far more control over our health and our ability to be resilient in the face of injury, especially, or illness, by making some very simple choices. The more research I do, and I learn about some interesting thing about like deep breathing, for example, having just a profound effect on other health markers. Well, that's why exercise is so important because it's forcing people into breathing, right? But of course, breathing is important. We have become a, a society where we're not breathing the way that we should breathe. Obviously, we're breathing to stay alive, but are we really taking in those deep breaths? And like you said, are we really looking at the foods that we're consuming and what they're doing to us as, as the outcome. If you eat more oranges and you realize that you've continued to eat more oranges and more water and you're feeling better and you have more energy, the logic then tells you continue to eat more oranges and drink more water. But yet we seem to, Oh, well, no, I'm going to eat that donut anyway. Well, again, that plays into that role of psychology and the brain our behaviors and our eating behaviors and our certain lifestyles, our behaviors, we have the ability to replace them or override them. While it seems very simple, the solution is simple. The changing of behavior becomes a little bit more um, complicated and you have to really work towards setting yourself up for success. You know, you can't expect an alcoholic to really make an improvement if they're living in a house that's full of alcohol because it is an addiction to expect that choice Um, to be made easily becomes far more difficult if that environment is set up for them to fail. And so the same goes with food and nutrition and the marketing and and the environment of which, and and people who have the most success have done a fair amount of work in changing their environment. And that, that means consciously making an effort, certainly in your home, to not buy things that you know you'll have a hard time or feel badly eating. There, there's ways to do it that in the end are simple, but the best teacher is to really get to a point where you maintain that control so you can learn where the difficulties are for yourself and then plan appropriately. You know, I I have people who have children who they've tried to adjust their nutrition and those families that are the most successful have set their homes up to be safe environments where there really isn't a bad choice. The the solution is often easy. How you get there to that um, can sometimes be be complicated and it requires someone to stop and maybe become mindful and start to pay attention. And that's really what Radically Resilient Health, this podcast is all about. We're really going to dive into your journey and look at things that helped you and your clients, many of your patients, improve their health just by making those radical health changes that really are not that radical. And I'm looking forward to our next podcast. What is your hidden power? And I think Carolyn, uh, people are going to be surprised that this is, is everyone's superpower and they may not even know that they have it. And I think another one I'm so looking forward to talking to you about, which you've done a lot of research on, and that is sleep. And that's really what this podcast is about is diving into your journey and what you have learned through all of this moving into your creation of Vitakinetics, which we'll dive into more throughout this series, but it really is about finding a radical, resilient way to get back to the health that you remember. And I would say at any age, you can radically make health changes. Absolutely. 
You've been listening to Radically Resilient Health with Dr. Carolyn Dolan. Find out why breakfast is vital to women's health on the next episode of Radically Resilient Health with Dr. Carolyn Dolan. Learn more about Vitakinetics and Dr. Carolyn Dolan at vitakinetics.com. Follow Vitakinetics and Dr. Carolyn Dolan on Facebook and Instagram. Content in this podcast is for informational purposes only. It is not intended as medical, physical therapy, or healthcare advice. Listening to this podcast does not create a healthcare provider patient relationship. Please contact your medical healthcare provider if you suspect you have a medical problem. This podcast is funded by Vitakinetics.